You're listening to The Big Show with George Russick and Matty Rose on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Hour number three, Big Show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, The Fan. It's a Friday. Don't look at me like that. (laughs) Don't look at me! Uh, It's a Big Show, Russick and Rose, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. The Solution Snake, Big Show Flames Analyst, the Cobra. Mr. Brent Cron and Studio brought to you by our good friends at All Kind Door Services Limited. Your one-stop shop when it comes to fixing doors at your building, your office, or your home. Anything that swings, slides, or rolls. Call All Kind Door Services for all your door repair needs. Good morning. Morning. How are you? I uh, I had a little bit of a tease before the break. Mm. I said that uh, we have yet to hear from you on the Elias Lindholm trade, <laughs> and that of every take, <laughs> yeah. every take that has been you know dissected has yeah. been given you know all the analysis on the Elias Lindholm trade. There's one person we haven't heard from, and that's you. That's me. And I also pumped it up saying it's going to be the best take you'll hear yep. anywhere on this beautiful flat Earth. Absolutely about the Elias Lindholm deal. What? Absolutely. Yeah. The floor is mine. The floor is yours. You, do you want a drum roll? No, I don't need a drum roll. Okay. We could have gave you a drum roll. No need. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I think it's I think it's awesome. I think Craig Conroy mm-hmm. did another. He's, what, he's made three trades so far, yep. right? To, he's got Sharon Govich. And a third. And a third. For Toffoli. Got rid of Zadarov. <laughs> you- <laughs> Frank was on the station That's one today. Of your so. things. Yeah. You love call, you love calling Zadorov Zadorov like Frank does. That's like your thing. Well, he's an insider. You know what yeah, I mean? He's he a better knows. insider than me. He, he knows. knows, right? I mean, I'm just you're very few heroes in this business, right? And he's one of them. And if it's Zadorov, Zadorov, it's yep. Zadorov. Yep. Right. Um, and this one with it's, Lindholm, it's Zadorov. <laughs> not like I. Let's go with Zadorov. Zadorov, because it'll irritate people. It irritates yep. me when I say it. It's like it's not Zadorov. <laughs> yeah, right. Z- Zadorov. Um, I just you know Lindholm. Even if he goes out and plays in Vancouver and has you know an unbelievable last half of the season, yeah, and puts it all together. Well, not all together, but has just a tremendous success in Vancouver. I'm happy for him. Yeah, because he wasn't going to do that here. Mm-hmm. He was already just checked out. Checked out. He's a, he's a good player. He's he's still put up points. He's he's uh, consistent. He's reliable, but he doesn't have that same passion, that same fire. And sometimes you need a a new start. And he's had a bunch of line mates too over the last couple of seasons. And he had found obviously tremendous success with Gaudreau and Kachuk, and that was amazing, amazing. And you saw and you saw him smile with that. You know, he's pretty dry the, character. The, the purple right? Gato line, <laughs> yeah, right. And you know, he's had tremendous success, and then he's he's just been kind of humming along here, and now he gets to go to. To Vancouver, and I, you know, Kuzmenko comes over. He wasn't fitting in in their system, you know, in Vancouver. He wasn't Tockett's guy. Uh, year prior, he'd scored what close to forty goals, thirty nine. Yeah, right. Power play, power play, and right hand shot on the left side. And I was going to say, you have another weapon for a guy to shoot the puck, right? Because that's Huberto. Wherever they're going to put him, I don't know. But Huberto's a passer. We all know that. We like to see him shoot. Everybody's like, oh, he's got to shoot the puck more. But who on this team does, can he get the puck to? That they can put it in the net, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yes, he's had an off season for sure, but this helps. Hopefully, it helps. You get some. You get some. So you get an active player. Mm-hmm. You get a couple prospects, both defensemen, both defensemen, where they were a little bit shy for sure, losing De Simone to on waivers and and um, uh, you know Gilbert and Osterley, right? I mean that that third that third pairing for the Flames has been kind of. Yeah, and Poirier's been hurt all year, right. and they've got Soloviov, and they've got Kuznetsov, but but they got a couple different types of guys in here that, that yeah. help, right? And they're a little further away. The timelines make sense, absolutely. And then you got your first round pick, mm-hmm. oh, and, yeah. and and a future whatever whatever future consideration or some matter. It's dependent on if they make the playoffs. or A, a fourth that can turn into a third if the Canucks get to the Western Conference Final. So in my mind, that's a huge haul for Lindholm. That's huge with no retention and no extension. Yes. And he's an unrestricted, he's a pending unrestricted yes. free agent. So wow. who they might have trouble re-signing because yes. they are up against the cap. They have so. to deal with a lot. Uh, Elias Pettersson as well. Veronic. He's, he's going to get some huge Jack. Pettersson? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's why we have you in here. They're going to back up the Brinks truck for him, eh? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, Elias Pettersson, going to make a lot of money. Brent Cron. <laughs> Can we of, use yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of Jack. Put that on a social card. Yeah, that's the yeah, social we... card. Uh, Elias Lindholm's <laughs> going to make a lot of Jack. <laughs> no, he said Pettersson's <laughs> going to make a lot of Jack. Yeah, yeah. Pettersson's going to make a lot of Jack. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Cron. I can see it, right? Yeah. 
It's very rare these things pan out when I say they're going to pan out. There mm. you go, GVP. You got today's. Yep. Thank just, you. Make it too easy. Yep. Huge pile of Jack. Jack. Yep. <laughs> scratch. <laughs> yeah. It's going to make a lot of scratch. It's Jack, right? Because it's like, I thought you don't got Jack. Yeah. That yeah. means you don't have anything. That's, well, you got Jack. Well, you got lots of Jack. I've never heard that. I've never, <laughs> did you just make this up? I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then again, you Got can pretty much just jack instead of cheddar. Yeah, right? you it's... can just throw a word in there, and people. We knew you were talking about money. It's it's not what you say; it's how you say it. And speaking of lots of jack, okay. <laughs> last night at the U fifteen U sixteen Okotoks Double A Oilers Poker Tournament last night. Yeah, I was a bully. <laughs> I was such a bully. You it were was... the Phil Ivy oh, of everything. Oh man, I've never been in that spot either. Big You're pile the of jack, Negreanu. huge. <laughs> Just stacks and stacks of Jack. People are looking at me. You're the Phil Hellmuth? <laughs> I don't know who that is. Who's that? I named the two poker guys Negrana, you know. Yeah, I do that. I know yeah. what I'm sorry. Phil yes. Ivy, you know. Yes. They call Phil Ivy the Tiger Woods of poker. <laughs> I used to host a poker sure. show. I know these things. You know how... Easy- Chris Moneymaker, the original? Huh? Just talk Chris Moneymaker is the guy who oh, won yeah. the World Series of Poker just main event. Yes, he was the first internet guy to win... The World Series main event. Was he in Rounders? No. Oh. He's the one that kind of got the Rounders and Chris Moneymaker kind of yeah. started the whole poker boom. Ah. I know I'm hooked. Yeah. Um, oh, it's great. What's your story? Doyle Brunson. I just, you know, I, I lost r- right away. I lost. Yeah. And everybody ex- expected me to lose. Right. Would you go 2 7 offsuit? <laughs> Sometimes. All in? Sometimes. I was getting, I got deuces. They yeah. never loses. Two deuces is what hmm. I got one time. And I slow Deuces played it. never loses. Oh. I slow played it. Wow. Didn't even go in. Didn't even hammer anybody. Yeah. Just baited the whole table. Yep. And then you lost all your jack? And then I lost all my and jack. And what was on the flop? Did a deuce come on the flop? Deuce came on the flop. Ooh, look I, at you. I, I, I trade deuces. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Sked up, Trip bro. deuces, but whatever. <laughs> 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 I, had, I had trade deuces and one jack. <laughs> yeah. Lots of jack. It was great. <laughs> It was great, and it's what? funny. It's, you know what? There's, there's, ver, there's very few. How things. are you beating people at poker? Who are you playing against? This was. Did most... children have fit? Like, were the fourteen-year-old? How? What age group? They were men. No, the age group of the kids you're playing for. Oh, well, they they couldn't go because they're no. in the they're in the casino. Well, that's what I'm gonna ask. Yeah. Like, were you playing against the kids on your team? <laughs> I was playing against adults. Okay. Yeah. And I can imagine just how frustrated they were because they couldn't read yeah. me because I'm like a like a snake. I got no emotions. I'm just sitting there or a crocodile. <laughs> no, you're just cold blooded. <laughs> cold blooded. Yeah, you're a killer. And you know what's great is when people don't have lots of chips and you have all of them. Yeah. And then every time you got to put a minimum bid in, even if you have nothing, you're like, yeah, oh, I'll bid you up ten grand and yeah. just start pushing people around. Right. That you're a bully. Po- that power that everybody. you get from being the 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 chip holder at the table. Big stack. Oh Did man. Did you feel like Antonio Sfandiari? <laughs> I could have. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I was, maybe. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> great name. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> Sounds nice. It was a great event, and you know, I just I, I couldn't do it forever. I'm a nice guy. You know, I'm a nice guy. I couldn't. Yep. I couldn't look people in the eye anymore. I'm like, this is embarrassing. So I tried to cash my chips out, but they wouldn't let me, and I just went home. So there you go. Wow. You left the table like Todd Brunson would. Exactly. With chips in your pocket. Yeah. That's right. Two stacks of high society. How yep. do you know so many poker players? I did not know Have Chris Moneymaker. His last name is actually Moneymaker. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's not awesome. a nickname. He's actually yeah, Chris, Money Chris Maker. Moneymaker. Yeah. <laughs> At least yeah. he got into the right profession. Exactly. He was an yeah. accountant before becoming a poet. Anyway, I just wanted to say it out loud. You know? So, well, but why don't you share the text you got from an angry parent after? Because yeah. you were such a bully at the poker table. Well, he was sitting beside me, and, and I'm like, well, what are we here? What's, what's the, what are we doing here? And he's like, it's the U15, U16, AA Okotoks Oilers team. Yeah. Great people. I know a bunch of people in the room. Awesome. Awesome folks. Thanks for coming out. Although you lost that horseshoe up your you know what. <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of good people lost some money to you yesterday that shouldn't have lost. <laughs> a lot of hardworking Albertans. A lot of hardworking Albertans. <laughs> yep. Losing it to this clown at the table. <laughs> Just looking at people I roll too, and like people there's people there that obviously I didn't know. Yeah. I thought I was actually knew what I was doing. Hmm. Maybe I was just uh was, you know, pretending, setting the bar low and mm. coming in. Over the top. Smack him. Yep. Got him. Wow. No big So deal. you missed the all-star draft. That's too bad. It was yeah, awesome. It was ter- ter- what happened there? Michael Buble was on Mushrooms. Oh, Michael? I love Michael Buble. Yeah? Yeah. More after yesterday? <laughs> we had the album signed. <laughs> yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. The signed I Michael Buble album. <laughs> <laughs> love that guy. Dude. I'm actually looking forward. I'm actually looking forward to the skills 
competition tonight. Yeah. I think because it feels an old school. It's not going to be Ovechkin's kids skating up Gimmicky. there like, this is stupid. Or like, Ovechkin's got two sticks and flags <laughs> oh, in this thing. And I'm know, like, this is dumb. Uh, no, it's going to feel like old school when Ally Afraidy and his island haircut with that terrible mullet in 93 and that the Montreal form hammering a clapper and winning the hardest shot. That's what it's going to feel like. Or Ray Bork with all his targets going four for four, and then he gets to shoot against Dominic Hasek in an Olympic game in a must-win goal <laughs> against Dominic Hasek in the Czechs in 1998 when the greatest, most prolific goal scorer in the history of the game is sitting on the bench because he couldn't hit targets in an all-star game. But at least we're going to see some more of that tonight. It's called nostalgia. Yeah. Oh, like when I was a kid, right? Yeah. It's not gimmicky. You're not, you know, Ovechkin's not coming in with sunglasses on and, you know... A fake mustache. Voracek's and... not carrying Johnny Gaudreau between his legs. Yeah, like all that stuff. And last year was just so painful. It just and it's cringeworthy too. It yep. just it's so oh. And they're gonna try big yeah. bag of money at the end. I, I agree, but that's the thing. It should be like a lot of Jack. Yes, lots of Jack. But it's skills. It's best on best. Yeah, yeah. You like right? that they cut it down? They're like twelve of you. The rest, yeah. you, you yeah. can be all stars, but you're not good enough to exactly. be in this. Like I want to see Connor McDavid just whip around the ice tonight. Yes. I remember Sergei Fedorov ripping around with his hair flowing and his white skates. Beautiful. We're going to get like, to watch. He was a vision. Yes. It's that's be... what it's all about. That gives me goosebumps talking about that yep. stuff, right? Like, it's so, the breakaway competition. Like, what do you got? Yeah. What do you got? Do you like the breakaway style that they're doing in this? Do you know what it I is? I don't know the breakaway okay, style. Okay, so here's the deal. They've got six challenges that are, you know, your, your hardy shot, et cetera, et cetera. And whoever has the most points, the top eight, after the first six, they move on to stage two, which is the breakaway challenge. The most points gets to pick one of the eight goalies that they have to face. And then second picks the next goalie. And then third picks the next. So then they have a rivalry and they go head to head because obviously you've been slighted. Yeah. And then you have to try and score on them. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the second stage. Then the third one is going to be an obstacle course for the final six guys that survive past that. Yeah. It's called the Eliminator Challenge. Yes. The last goalie standing. shot at by a tennis uh, ball cannon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to climb up a it's treadmill, gladiator. treadmill yeah. reverse. Yes, it's and they got to do like gladiator. the bike hand thing, which is really hard too. But that's awesome. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of because it's it's boring. And the goalies can win hundred grand if they're the last one standing. Oh yeah, I love that stuff. How many stops did you make tonight if you were in that all for hundred grand? Yeah. I'd be all of them. Yeah. I, I would. They, the guys would be uh, <laughs> me- mentally crushed before they even touch yeah. the puck. Like McDavid, <laughs> yeah. Pasternak on you, you'd be like, get out of here. I'd hold my glove a little bit forward and a little bit high. Right, uh, just to take away the glove hand side right off the bat, mm-hmm. and then I'd hold my blocker get in their head right away a little bit lower. Yeah, and they're like trying to shoot low glove. What is this? And they'll just stand there, and then I'll do the old uh, little, little head fake, little head fake, little juke, and then uh, would you fake poke check? I might, I might <laughs> slide it out and then pull it back in. Oh, I his like that. his eyes when he said that. You don't see that anymore. <laughs> no, where the goalie puts his stick out like they're gonna poke check, and then they slide it back <laughs> yeah, in. I know you don't see that move anymore. Deception. No, they mm-hmm. don't. Yeah. Sneaky. Yeah, like a snake. <laughs> Deceptive. <laughs> um, it's the Big Show, Russick and Rose Sportsnet 960. The fan, the uh, Solution Snake, the Cobra. Big Show Flames analyst, Mr. Brent Cron, brought to you by good friends at All Kind Door Services in studio right now. Um, he broke down the Lindholm deal. I did. Pretty good, I think, hey? I think he did a great job of Thank breaking you. that. You were very pleased with that. Uh, yes. Uh, you're very excited about the All-Star game. Mm-hmm. You were bullying people around at a charity poker tournament. Yes. Because you're the Phil Ivey of, of the kids' uh, hockey team. You know what? Actually, that's what, who, that's what they were calling me at the yeah, table. Yeah, Phil Ivey? Yeah, Phil. Yeah, there's, uh, well, there's Phil Helmuth. You oh. look more like Phil Helmuth than Do Phil I? Ivey. Oh, that's too- I'm going to throw that out there. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we have a winner. Uh, we, well, we've picked our team for the uh, Beer League broadcast. Nice. Which happens Friday, March 22nd at Flames Community Arena. Brought to you by good friends at Wild Rose Brewery. Are, are you, you're involved in this, right? You're gonna I think involved? so. We, we've unofficially Do you have plans talked. that night? It's too far in advance, but I'll be there. Okay. <laughs> now, do you want to be an official, or do you want to be in the broadcast booth? Between the benches? Um, my last go-around on the ice yeah. wasn't spectacular. Mm. <laughs> you know? Right. You, were, you, were, you got accosted a little bit I for did. not doing your job as an official. I got ripped on. Yep. I don't know how you can rip, a, rip an official that's carrying a beer around the whole game. Right. And I'm getting told it's offside, and I wanted to just, you know what, I'm, I've had enough of this. I'm going to yep. jump into the box, and we're going we're gonna to go. We're going to do okay. this. But, uh, but I also want to be around the action. So, you know, I'm complaining. I'm whining a tad. But I think I want to be back on the ice again. Well, maybe that'll be your calling to be a color analyst. Right. And then you mic me up, and then I can, you can hear the, what, what uh, transpires on the ice. Mm-hmm. See, the problem is, like, we, in theory, that's a good idea, but we won't be in... Well, we could be in delay, and they could bleep it out. Maybe. 
We can be in delay. That's fine. That's yeah, easy. we have you on the ice, and you're interviewing guys on the ice while they're playing. Yeah, we'll just put like a parental guidance note every time we come back from break. Maybe I'll interview a guy while he's coming in on a breakaway. I'll be skating backwards, and I'll give him the microphone as he's coming. What move in. are you about to do here? <laughs> Forehand, backhand, trip over your feet, and fall. Yeah. yeah. Blow your work. shoulder on yeah. the boards. I'm a good skater. I think it worked out just fine. Well, I'd, I'd hope you were first round pick, but I wasn't a good skater. Okay. Yeah. I can't do a left crossover. What con- still? Still. That's incredible. You can't do a left <laughs> crossover, and you were first round pick in the National Hockey you get League. Paid draft. To skate, you get paid to stop pucks. That's a good point. That's I a can't really argue good point. with that. Yeah. yeah. I can't argue with that. You think now you'd be a first round pick if you can't do a left crossover? Probably not. Yeah. Probably, I'd probably drop down. It'd probably be better for me. I could drop down second or third round and really surprise a lot of people. A little, yeah. A little yeah, less, pressure. Have the pedigree. A little less pressure. Yeah. yeah. yeah right? I, I understand now. Okay. This makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, wanted to ask you about uh, Mr. Jacob Markstrom. Yeah. Uh, I have this theory now that's only my theory, nobody else's. The fact that the Flames didn't retain any salary when it comes to the Lindholm deal, to me, it kind of opens the door to trade away Jacob Markstrom mm-hmm. if he wanted to eat some of his $6 million salary for the next two seasons after this one. Is that something, I know you've told us before that you would explore that, but to me it feels like the door is a little more open. And if you're in Jacob Markstrom's spot, the team just traded away the number one center. You've been playing your ass off all year to get this team into the playoffs, but clearly there's a mandate from management that we got to tear some of this down to replenish our picks and prospect pool does Jacob Markstrom want to be here and be a part of that? Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't want to leave. That's his right, signing his contract to have a no move, and he has control of where he wants to go. But do you think ultimately he would waive, and do you see a scenario where he's traded next month? I do. 100% I do. I, I, I mean, first of all, I think everybody's on the table, but in specifically with Markstrom, you, you know how competitive he is. He's one of those guys, too, that, that wants to win, wants to win a Stanley Cup. Um, and... Uh, He's done a, a phen- phenomenal job this year for the Flames to keep them even kind of relevant in, in, the, in the playoff picture, the wild card race. Um, and I think of something along the lines that, you know, obviously satisfied the, the, the Calgary folks here to, in, in return. I think they would do it in a heartbeat. And I think Jacob Markstrom would waive his no trade clause. I 100% think so. I think because he, he's, he's 30, what? 30, yeah, 34 years old. Just turned 34 this week. So you're 34 years old. That's, I'm 41. He's seven years younger than me, mm. right? Lot, that's uh, not a lot of years between us, mm. right? Look at me, look at him. Yeah, um, he wants to win. He, he wants to. He wants to be. Every goaltender wants to be solidified as a champion, right? And and go you know deep playoff run. And until you get that underneath your belt, mm-hmm. you're always kind of considered. Yeah, I you know you're a good goalie. I mean, yeah, you're good. But have you done this? And it, it doesn't matter about the Vesnas and and the individual accolades. It's deep playoff runs. Well, let me ask you both both of you guys this question. In in what way do you think Jacob Markstrom thinks that way or has ever even voiced any of that? Like, does he come out and say, oh, no, like, a, a, again, it's it's about winning the Stanley Cup first. The guy's very quiet. Yeah. He's, he's, and, again, that's his right to not be as open as a lot of other players. And But, again, it does he have – you think he is that type of player that, okay, now I see the writing on the wall here. I want to go to a contender. Do, is Jacob Markstrom that type of cat? Or is he the guy that, no, I, I've signed this contract. Maybe it's something we look at in the summer. I'm going to finish the season I'm having. I'm having an excellent season for the Calgary Flames. Do you, do you guys just see Markstrom as a personality that he is, the type of guy he is, and everything we've heard about Jacob Markstrom? Do you think he, he would be the one to go to, to Conroy? Well, no. we've heard Conroy say, until we have a deal, we won't go to him. But do you think Markstrom would be the one like, yeah, get me out of here? Or he's just going to go about his business and be Jacob Markstrom on a daily basis? He's going about his business. Yep. He's not asking for nothing. I mean, it's they'll, they'll come to him. He'll just go out there and do his job. Once you start getting, you know, it's like you're, you know, Ray Bork, 21 years in the National Hockey League, trying to say, hey, like, is there an opportunity for me to go win a Stanley Cup? And then he brought it back to Boston as a member of the Avalanche. <laughs> that was the dumbest thing ever. Oh, man, hey, look at my cup. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. great, Ray. You didn't win it for us. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Keep shooting in the All-Star game. Yeah. yeah. But uh, um, he's just going to go about his business because you start getting caught up in all that stuff too, right? Like, he, he's well, just, clearly he's, affected Lindholm. Oh, for sure it did. Right? If it anything, clearly affected him this season. If anything, for me, it's more of an off-season thing, especially depends on how the rest of the year goes and how the rest of these deals go. Like, the other thing, too, here is if, like, Lindholm gone, that's that's big for him because, A, Lindholm's really good defensively. He does a lot of good work on the PK, and he's just one of Markstrom's best friends. Like, they go way back, even to when Markstrom mm-hmm. was a member of the Canucks, right? So, um, you're... We, your best friend on the team no longer here. 
that's an assumption that he's his best friend on the team, but I think it's relatively fair. And then on top of that, you could lose two legit defenders in front of you as well. Maybe in the offseason, but everything that we've heard from insiders, everything just kind of knowing him through the media and scrums and stuff like that, I have no inkling that over the next month he would go to the Flames and say, hey, time for me to get a move. I think, you know, listen, like we talked about, if someone comes to the Flames and they say, look, this is what we got for you, and this is a great deal, and now the Flames have the ability to retain, sure, I think that would be a great move. But I could also see it happening at the draft. I could also see him playing out the rest of his contract here because the other thing here, too, is the Flames have the power. If, If someone doesn't meet their deal on it, that meet their price, well, fine. He'll stop pucks for us, and he'll do a damn good job of it. Do, do you really think he'll play out his contract here? Because I don't. Just he based on what the, He could. He absolutely could. Would but, I say it's more likely than not? No. Yeah, because of the Dustin Wolf factor in all of this. Right? Well, and Eventually, even, you have to give the kid the look, right? Yeah. He's done but, everything you have been. He's been a great soldier, MVP of the AHL, goalie of the year, back-to-back years. I get all that. The resume's nice. He hasn't been spectacular yet in the limited sample size you've seen him in the NHL, but you need to give the kid a longer look. Marstrom's an established veteran. We know who he is. Number one guy. Eventually, you got to give Wolf games to see what you have in him. Right, Cron? Like, you can't... Like, how many more years could, could but Dustin it's, it's Wolf... it's two more years. Like, my point is, if, if they're going to split and go 41-41 two years from now, that's a good workload for Dustin Wolf, especially the way that starting goaltending is going in the NHL. Agreed, and you even look at uh, Saros when he came into the National Hockey League playing mm. behind Pekka Rene, right? Rene would play 55, 60, 60 games. Saros would get in there. And as Rene's workload diminished, Saros has obviously increased. And I could see the Flames doing something like that. I believe it's highly unlikely that Markstrom's going to finish his career out in the next two seasons yeah, in I the agree Flames you. uniform. I do believe that if they are going to continue to go down the path of trading players, bringing in younger guys, um, kind of re re building this team a tad that you have to give your your goaltender who's your who's your prime um prospect reigns to 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 prove himself right because at this at this if there's any time it's it's going to be here in the next year or two right mm-hmm. how many games is a good sample size for a goaltender to find out whether or not he's legit i'd say between probably 60 and 80 games just for just for where wolf really is. yeah I mean, it, it's going to take long, right? Don't get me wrong. I'm sitting here and you're kind of putting me on the spot, but goalies take a long time to develop too, right? And then there's just, there's just a shorter window for players now too, right? Everybody's coming up and there's just, they, they, everybody scouts so well and there's the tons and tons of guys coming in. But for, for because I mean, Valera, he's what played 70, 80 games? Something like that. And you have a pretty which, good idea. Which is incredible. Yeah. That he's only played that few games in the National I know. Hockey League. And he's been around for so long. I know. But you kind of have a pretty good idea what he is. 71 starts in the NHL. Yeah. 36, 21, and 10 with an 896 and a 295. Right. I mean, for me, that would be a pretty good sample size. Sure. It would. I'd like to see some playoff hockey on that resume, too, to see what he's got. Right? Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, regular season's great. And you've kind of been on a team that's been mm-hmm. okay. But uh, for, your, for a guy like Wolf, that's been in the minors now for the last two years and dominated, you know, give him. I, and, he, and you know what the thing, though, too, is is, is we're going to knock on his size until he proves at this level that he's a National Hockey League, a premier number one National Hockey League goaltender, right? So I think 60 to 80 games. I'd like to say more, but I don't know if the window's that big. Um, but, yeah, for a guy like Wolf, with, with as much talent as he has, I think he could show it in, in, in 60 so, games for a sample size. I was just doing a little bit of look here while you were chatting there about the Predators and how they've gone about Saros and, and uh, Rene as they got down to it. So Saros made his NHL debut at the age of 20 in the 15-16 season, and then for five years they shared the net. They almost split it equal. 16-17, mm-hmm. 17-18, 18-19, 19-20, 19-21. and Saros were both there the entire time. Right. And I think that you can look at it now and say – that ended up pretty good for the yeah. Predators, going that slow burn route and just kind of splitting between a legit veteran and a legit star player. Yeah. So, and, but they like, were also, in that sense, they were the, also on the back end of uh, them being in the Stanley Cup final. They were still a team that wanted to compete for a playoff spot. I'm just saying, what, the, where the, the Flames are as an organization is a little different where Nashville was at that time. But I get your point. If you, if you want to nurture this kid along, yep. I'm just not sure. Would Jacob Markstrom want him to do that? Probably not. Would he want to split time with the kid? I they, don't know. They were in the playoffs all five of those years. Yeah. 
I don't know if Jacob Marstrom would want to do that. Well, look at him. This his body of work this year. He's been he's missed time in three 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 injuries this season. Little little stints. And and you know, Wolf, having Wolf and Vladar has been able to let them give a, a Markstrom an extra couple of days here or there to kind of get himself ready. So Markstrom is proving to be obviously he's an elite goaltender. He's proving that a little bit of extra rest for him in, it helps his performance, mm-hmm. right? And to have a guy like Wolf come in and you know play 25, 30 games and have a, a Wolf Markstrom duo here for a little bit too. I mean, like the Flames are in the driver's seat in all of this too, which is really nice. They don't have to force anything, right? Right. Unfortunately for Wolf, but that's just the situation that they're in. And for 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 Markstrom to to be able to get that that rest, but also have the trust of another goaltender and that can help him relax a bit too and, and obviously contribute to his his uh the way he plays. That is the voice of our Big Show Flames analyst, Mr. Brent Cron, courtesy of All Kind Door Services, Big Show Russick and Rose, 960 to fan. Uh, I also have a trade question I want to ask both of you after the break. Mm-hmm. Is it a game or is it just a question? No, it's not a game. Last no time you today. asked me a trade question, I fully put my foot in my mouth like three days later, so this will be good. Yeah. Do, did you hear that? No. Okay. Do, uh, from Monday's show? Mm-hmm. Do you, you have it from yesterday, right? This happened, I played this on Wednesday. This happened Monday. Uh, you got it, uh, GVP? Oh, listen, we don't need to do this again. Was that potentially? Could be. I don't know. Like, there's, there's, there's nine days here. <sighs> Did we see the last of Elias Lindholm, maybe, as a Calgary Flame? No. Okay. <laughs> there's a chance that there's a nice deal on the table? Because I'm sure they already know what the price tag is mm-hmm. for Elias Lindholm. I'm sure they've gauged a ton of interest around the league. <laughs> And I'm just saying, with this big, long break, maybe that was the last time we saw him in a Calgary Flames uniform. <laughs> Look at your face. That's from Monday. I know. Doesn't he feel good about himself? Oh, man. Hold on. Let me do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nostradamus over there. Yeah, just sitting here drinking should have seen him yesterday. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. He was glowing. Did you like that? I did, actually. Yeah, you know, the harp is just the perfect touch to it, yeah. too. I told you, I, I only like instruments that you can straddle. Yeah. Harp is one of them. Cello. Cello. Yeah. Cello is very sensual, too. It is. Sultry. You, you gotta, it's more sultry than sensual. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's you got to have candles in the back room when you play it, too. Oh, of course. Yeah. No, But like real candles, not like yeah. fake candles. All right. I'm going to ask you guys about... No, no, I'm good. No, I'm going to ask you about Flames training something because I want to get <laughs> yeah. your opinion on something because I don't, I don't think wait. there is a player on the roster of the question I'm going to ask you next. Mm. It's the Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, the fan. It's the Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, the <laughs> fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. Uh, poker wizard, Brent Cron. <laughs> poker bully. Uh, the Big Show Flames analyst, courtesy of all kind door services, still in studio. This guy knows when to hold them. Kenny Rogers oh, and when to fault no or Brent this Cron, guy right the solution here. snake. Yeah, I don't yeah. know Kenny Rogers. Unfortunately, personally. towards the end of his life, Kenny Rogers couldn't win a Kenny Rogers lookalike contest. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like right now, Madonna could not win a Madonna lookalike <laughs> no, contest. I know. She looks nothing like herself. Mm-hmm. To hold them, such a good song. No one knows them. The um, no no the Seinfeld episode with the Kenny Rogers chicken. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. <laughs> so good, Kenny. <laughs> when the light goes out. Yeah. Did you ever have Kenny Rogers chicken? No. It was decent. Yeah. Yeah. It looked good on the show, but then yeah, they it went, did look good. Seinfeld bankrupted another brand. Yeah, it's true. Um, that's the voice of Brian Cron. <laughs> We're still in the afterglow of the Elias Lindholm trade yes. happening during All Star break. Yep. Which takes a bit of the thunder away from the trade deadline, but whatevs. Whatevs. Uh, I have a question I want to ask both of you. Now that Elias Lindholm is gone, is there really a true untouchable on the Calgary Flames roster? No. Untouchable? Uh, somebody, but under under no circumstance would you trade if you're the Calgary Flames. Is there <laughs> one untouchable on the roster? No. That you D- could okay, use them for well, a bigger part of a deal. I'm just saying. Tell me who we're acquiring. Because if the player yeah. that we're acquiring is one of the 12 gentlemen that's going to be in the skills competition, then no. Everybody's on the table. Sure. But if you're talking about, I don't know, who's the top free agent at the end of the season? Last Lindholm. <laughs> like there are no, certain Stamkos. there are certain sure Steven Stamkos there are certain guys that I'm like ah, would I would I really move Matt Coronado for a half a year of Steven Stamkos no 
there's untouchables situationally, mm-hmm. but I don't think that there's any player that you look at on this roster and you go, oh man, it just just Not wait, him. just waiting to turn into a top five player in the NHL. I don't think there's anybody there. So in that sense, I don't think so. Maybe Dustin Wolf. You think he's untouchable? Pretty close. Can you tell he was a goalie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but isn't that why? they need to do what they're doing right now. Yes. That you don't even have that one name. You're like, yep. Like Macklin Celebrini, untouchable. Yeah. Like uh, Connor Bedard, untouchable. Yes. Like guys like that. Like yeah. you just don't. And again, based <laughs> on all these circumstances that we, the fan base knows and knows all too well, you know, where they finish in the standings and how they've been, now they've never bottomed out and got one of these guys. But I think that's kind of why I asked you guys. It's like, we're, we're still at the point in this retool, rebuild, whatever the hell you call it. There really isn't truly an untouchable player on this team. No. There really isn't. Well, you're on the talk- roster. You're talking about a retool or a rebuild, right? Yeah. So you want young players. Of course. So- of course. But I'm saying there isn't one young player that you're like, well, under no circumstance can we trade him right now. He's going to be the linchpin of our rebuild retool. Like, obviously, you, you don't want to trade Zary. You don't want to do that. Right? You don't want to trade Matt Coronado. You definitely don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. You probably don't want to trade Dustin Wolf either. But I'm just saying there isn't that slam dunk, blue chip, 100%. We can't do it here on the Calgary Flames. And I think that that's part of the issue here is that you need to acquire those types of players. And do you package those two first-round picks you have to acquire somebody like that? Maybe you do at the draft. But I'm just saying as we sit today, and that's why the job that Craig Conroy has is it's a big one, that you need to acquire those types of pieces to have on your roster. Yeah, and he's setting himself up for it really, really nicely. Um, so far, so good. Yeah, and what I do like about him too is, is you know, if guys don't, don't want to be here, or okay, good. Yeah, he, like, he, he, like we like what Sharon Govich has done. Yeah. But if some team comes and gives a really nice offer for Sharon Govich, you definitely would, you definitely would give it a good look for sure. Well, and like, and I'm not saying you're, I'm not advocating to trade him. Yeah. I'm just saying like that's where There's we are nobody. right now. That there is nobody on this roster that you'd be like, under no circumstance could we trade him right now. It's been like that for a long time, hasn't it? Like, yeah. because the one guy that you were like, there's no way they trade him was probably Matthew Kachuk, and they traded him to Florida because he right. didn't want to be here. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if it's... I it, With where the Flames are, I think whatever they can do to try and get really talented players, they're going to try and do it. Whether it's move up in the draft, whether it's just trade for guys. And there's a but, scenario where you're trading young players and your picks to move up to the draft, right? Let's say there's a guy at three that they absolutely love, and you would know better than I would on who that player, but just hypothetically speaking, okay, we're going to package our two first and, you know, a Zary and a somebody else to move up to two in the draft. Like, that's something that if, if you're all in on this prospect that you really like, I think that's something this organization not only should look at, but probably should explore if they if they really want to grab a superstar player because superstars are so hard to acquire in the NHL especially in those prime positions you need you can't win without a true number 1 center in the league and i like Elias Lindholm but to me he's what on a short list of the best second line centers yep. in the NHL that's mm-hmm. fair and he's going to fit so nicely in Vancouver and that's why that trade works so well for them but you need that true number 1 center i love Rasmus Anderson i think he's a very good defenseman but is he that true Petrangelo, Hedman, Drew Doughty type? No. You need to grab those types of players to, to move forward and potentially be a championship team. Mind you, they did draft one of those guys that won a Norris Trophy, just never wanted to play here. And we got we got the old obligatory nobody wants to play in Calgary text, which I think is a cop-out. I really do. If you're, if you're a team that's a winning organization, guys will want to play here and win. And especially with the new arena on the horizon, that's going to matter too. For sure. That is, because you have nice world-class facilities for these guys to play in a Canadian market <laughs> where you can win. Even the Jets, like the Jets who are potentially a Stanley Cup team, like they could acquire somebody. Guys will want to go play in Winnipeg if they think they can win a Stanley Cup. And it's Winnipeg, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, but the other thing, too, there is when it's apples and oranges, you're going to pick somewhere other than Winnipeg. You're going to pick somewhere in Calgary. Like if Kuzmenko had a choice between this and somewhere that wasn't on his no-trade list, what was he going to pick? He was going to pick whatever was not on his no-trade list. So I, I agree with you, but like everything that you're saying, it's like, well, okay, well, you got to go get like a top-five defenseman in the league. Simple enough. Got to go get a top 10 center in the league. I, I never easy peasy. Said, I no never, problem. I never said it was easy, but those guys are at the top of the draft. 
right? And the Flames haven't been at the top of the draft. They have right? been. They took Bennett fourth. They took Kachuk sixth. And so look what those, happened. Those Everybody are great left. Picks. Those are great picks. Bennett never worked out, but Kachuk was a great pick. Bennett's a good pick, too, at four. Look at him down in Florida. He just yeah. wasn't used properly here. Go yeah. back to the overcoaching with Travis Konechny. Right. Like, this is my thing. People are like, oh, they've never burnt down and crashed and rebuilt. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. It was pretty bad. Fourth overall and then sixth overall, like a year later. Oh, and Sean Monaghan was a sixth overall pick as well. Like, those are all top ten picks, guys. They it, rebuilt. And it never and sometimes it doesn't work. No, it doesn't. Look Ma- at the Sabres. Making the second round in 14-15 really soiled yeah. the uh rebuild. But, but look at the Sabres, like constantly yep. spinning their wheel. And look at the Senators. They're not even they can't even sniff a playoff spot still. Uh looks like we have a deal with Sean Monahan just what? breaking right now. Really? Do we, we have a breaking news splitter? Oh. <laughs> what do you mean no? What do you mean no? Oh, Winnipeg. <laughs> it doesn't work. Sean Monahan's been traded to the Winnipeg Jets as Woo! per Pierre Lebrun. First round pick? No. Uh, details being worked out. He tweeted this out just a minute Montreal ago. Montreal second. That Winnipeg owns. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe. Could Sean, be a first. Sean Monaghan to the Jets. I'm going to go watch. I'm going to go drive down to Winnipeg. Come Let's on go. down to Winnipeg Let's like go. Willie Jefferson. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> wow. He's uh, fired up over there. Our resident Winnipeg native is our producer, Mr. Patrick Dumont. Well, you're from Winkler, Manitoba. He was, <laughs> he's from Winnipeg. Yeah. Like, literally. I lived in Winnipeg. I was born in Winnipeg. I grew okay. up in Winnipeg until I was eight years old. Oh, okay. Well, I, I didn't know that. I thought you yeah. grew up in Winkler. I'm, I'm, do they have a hospital in Winkler? They do now. Yeah. Okay, they do now. Yeah. Well, you weren't born in said hospital. <laughs> no, okay. All right. Yeah. Excuse my ignorance to your beautiful hometown of yeah. Winkler. Thank you. From Winkler, Winkler. as uh, Matt Devlin would say. But Sean Monahan's a Winnipeg Jet. Your thoughts on uh, your your home wow. province team making a, a big deal here? Yeah, this was uh, probably him and Adam Henrique were the two big centers left out there for for teams to go get. And uh, you start seeing Calgary and Vancouver got in ahead of this with Elias Lindholm, and now other teams. This is two trades during an All Star break. When Frank just said it's rare yeah. to see this happen, uh, but this is exactly what the Flames needed. Like, or sorry, the Jets needed like a, a two three C. He's got Vlad Nemestikov right now in your your two center, which is working out all right. But hey, Monahan's having an all right year, and if he can stay healthy the rest of this way, I think it's a good move. I don't think it's going to be a ton that they paid for him. Yeah. So and they're a deep team, right? They Very just, deep, and they just keep adding to it. Old Kevin Dayoff was the general manager when I was playing for the Chicago Wolves. Yeah. That guy, I love the the, the 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 job he does down there. He's he's not afraid to make deals. He's he's mm-hmm. patient at times. He's mm-hmm. just he's done a great job. I think that. Uh, this Monahan, like I believe you said. he's the second longest reigning GM in the league yeah. now. So it's it's all about building that culture in Winnipeg. It got Hellebuck and Shifley to pretty much finish their careers there. Yeah. Um, when it so. was looking like everybody was yeah. on their way out too, yeah. right? And I mean, yeah. They brought that Nino Niederreiter extended. Like these are guys that want to be there. Yeah. And it's all about that culture that, that Chevel Dayoff, Mark Chipman, David Thompson are all trying to instill there with True North. So good for them yeah and it's winnipeg you know what i mean it's like there's there's so yesterday the athletic just put out the poll winnipeg 48 percent of players <laughs> don't want to go worst road city to go to oh i get that yeah for yeah. sure there's always the worst of the best yep. you know what i mean but uh look out i'm going to the game on the 19th i like, yeah, that, too. Down. I like yeah. that deal okay why i just think that it's what the jets needed as far as down the middle, add in a little bit of just help, especially when you took Lindholm off the board. I really like Adam Henrique, yeah. but you compare what the prices are going to be. Um, this is, feels like it's a little bit more tenable for the Jets. There's a possibility to resign him. He comes in dirt cheap as well, so you know this there might not even more moves. You coming, can make probably. more moves but after this. Wh- where does he slot in the lineup now, though? Uh, probably, two C, two C, three C. The, the I, I two C's, C's been probably. a black hole for that team for years. The mess right? has been doing all right right now. He's yeah. been filling in very well, but I think he could float between two and three C, somewhere around there. And then you still have Lowry as your third in your three hole. Yeah. Obviously, I think you Shifley, put, when he gets back, is going to be your top line center. Like Nemeskov, you can float out to the wing again. They have a lot of guys that can play on either side, too. I just think when you look at what they needed, he helps. He's a guy you can put in the power play and just jam him in front of the net, and he'll just scoop up rebounds and cash him in. And when you get to the playoffs, that's going to be useful. Plus, he's looked so healthy this year; yes. it's been mm-hmm. awesome to watch. How much does that? How much does that close the gap to what the Canucks did with Lindholm? Oh, well, because you can argue that Monahan's had a better season than Lindholm. Yeah, you could. Right, thirty-five points in forty-nine games. So I'm asking, how much does that cut the gap, close the gap between the two teams right now? I like Western the, Conference. I like Winnipeg's defensive makeup better than Vancouver's. After like after Hughes and Hronik, it's it's like okay, we got Zadorov, Myers, 
Zadorov's uh, Norris Trophy winner, if you ask Toronto <laughs> media and Toronto fans, it, uh, and that the Leafs should have got him and would have won the Stanley Cup if Zadorov <laughs> would have been traded to Toronto. Was I not re- I, reading something the other day too about Zadorov maybe trade bait again? Zadorov. <laughs> yeah. He he was almost traded here to Calgary back as part of the deal because the Canucks needed to clear cap space and it was going to be Kuzmenko or Zadorov. <laughs> I think I was listening to Frank's show the other day, and I don't know if the fit has been great. There's there. no way the Flames would be taking Zadorov back. <laughs> oh no, there was not a chance. But <laughs> there's but, no chance. No, I'm the saying the way he blew everything up, yeah. like no chance. I'm saying that's what the Canucks had available, and I think that the Flames probably had the exact same reaction George just had when when that yeah, might have like, been. Excuse flown. me, you want no, us to take this no. guy back? No, no, no. Especially because we, we got another Milstein client in the Kuzmenko. Yeah, great. Hard pass. We got to deal with this bozo again, <laughs> tweeting stuff out. I think he has like five clients on the Flames. Still. Does he really? Yeah, five for Milstein here and five in Vancouver. Oh, okay. All right. There you go. Sean Monaghan off to the Winnipeg Jets. I'm intrigued to see what the return is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Six contracts on the Calgary Flames. I would uh, I would hazard a guess. It's probably a maybe a maybe a good prospect. They've they've been drafting really well the in the so forward picks. I don't think it's picks they're after. Like they are loaded. Like I think it's probably a prospect. A Chaz Who's... Lucius. Okay, it's a great name. Oh, I would love me some Chaz Lucius. He's had some injury problems uh, since being drafted, but uh, he's playing with the Moose right now. Shoots the lights out. American guy. Of his deal. Okay. There you go. Yeah, I haven't seen really Lawrence, anything Kansas. else apart from Pierre Lebrun, so we'll keep waiting. I haven't seen anything from Friedman yet, but... Uh, yeah, Pierre Lebrun is uh, pretty legit, and it's the actual Pierre Lebrun yeah, Twitter account. Darren it's Drager like had Pierre Lebrun this. or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> he's, he's got Montreal. No, he knows Montreal yeah, well. he definitely knows that uh, the market. Uh, again, what Jeff Gordon and Ken Hughes are doing in Montreal, like they are very organized and very calculated. So this potentially, and what a deal it is for them. Like, look what they got out of acquiring a salary dump yeah. from the Calgary Flames. <laughs> That's just a nice piece of business. Yep. And you know what it is? It's a feel-good story for Sean Monahan too. A guy whose career looked like was in jeopardy. He he finds his stride again in Montreal, and then all of a sudden he gets to go to a contender and see if he can, you know, go deep into the Stanley Cup playoffs and help somebody out and make that bank as a free agent. This summer, it's a win-win for everybody. Well, and it's it's so nice to see too, because when you get beaten down with injuries, it's a it's a long road coming back. You get mentally injured too, right? You just wonder when the next shoe's gonna drop, and you can't get any consistency. You can't get in the lineup, and you're constantly out. It, it beats you up pretty good. I've been there a handful of times, and and to see him have this uh, the season that Monahan's having in Montreal, everybody across the league is happy for that guy, and he'll only help the Jets obviously as they try to make a. A monster playoff run here. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, um, all of a sudden, the the deadline is getting a little lighter. That's what I mean. This was like it was listening to Real Kipper and Born last week when they had Frank on, and Kipper brought up the question: "Is like, is there a chance that we're not going to have anything come trade deadline because of this? Like, they just if Calgary, if they they control this whole thing, if Tanev goes, Hannafin goes, what the heck is going to be left? It's yeah. Adam Henrique, and Jay Gensel, Pittsburgh. Does did they want to move Jay Gensel? That's that would be the biggest fish probably. Is anybody going to pony up though? That's the thing. The NH- there's so many good teams. There's no great team. <laughs> yeah. So I think. Lindholm and Monahan one two on Frank's trade targets board. <laughs> Gone. <Yeah. laughs> See ya. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Uh, number four, Nikita Zadorov. <laughs> Zadorov. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. Three, Chris Tanev. Five, Noah Hannafin. And then, yeah, it gets He's into... got Jake Allen on there, too. Yeah, Jake, James Reimer. Jake Allen, Henrique, Walker, D'Angelo, Will Reimer. How much does Jake Allen have left? Mike Hoffman. Oh, like you're scrunching your face when you looked at Jake Allen on that trade list. Yeah, no, it's more James Reimer. I'm not a giant fan of his. Okay. Never Detroit's got... Like, they've done a really well, good job with their goalies, with their rotation. Like For We sure. talk about the, three, like, the three-headed monster and goal. Detroit's done it really good. How much would Jake Allen be an upgrade in New Jersey? Yes, he would be, but in Carolina, yes, he would be, but it's not the same as Markstrom. Yeah, exactly. but it's the price. You don't have to pay nearly as much as you'd have of to course. for Jacob Markstrom. And I think for a team like, hey, we just want to get into these playoffs and see what the hell happens. Jake Allen could probably and, get us. And a, he's a veteran guy in yeah. Jersey too, with a lot of young goalies that don't really have a Takita Schmidt. And who else is <laughs> uh, there? Vitek Vanacek. Yeah, and uh, yeah. You have a veteran come in, and that, I mean, his maybe just him being there too, not necessarily taking over the starters net, but just being there and getting in some games, talking to guys helps co- boost confidence as well. Um, 
we're just waiting on the return. Maybe uh, before we say goodbye, we'll see the return. Um, I'm proud of us. We did a lot of hockey talk today. Yeah, it's weird. I feel a little. I feel like I accomplished something today. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, I normally came don't in, accomplish things. But... I teed it up that yeah. uh, you were going to come in guns a blazing with your Lyslin home trade stuff. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. Maybe Tanev gets traded over the weekend. Maybe Hannafin resigns or gets traded. The way things are going, who knows? I'm not going to comment this time, so I don't have to deal with that again all next week. Right. Please. Yeah, I'm Thank not you. feeling it this weekend, another deal. I'm not. My gut's I'm not, not telling me. I'm just saying, I just got a little yep. bit of a gut thing. Yep. Again, follow your follow your gut. Uh, and again, still, uh, and I, I'm going to die on this hill, and I'm going to sound like an idiot when it's all said and done. I am still not a believer in the playoffs of the, of the Canucks and or the Jets. You don't like them, eh? I don't think both of them. I I said neither of them are making it to the conference finals, but they, I don't know, they they, they probably have the two best goaltenders right now in the yep. NHL. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe a lot more in teams like the Avalanche, Stars. Hey man, the, uh, the, the Abs are running out of time to do something here. And the like, Oilers, <laughs> I'm like, ooh, I struggle with the Oilers. <laughs> like, yeah, they got, and I hate that they got Corey Perry because that's such a good move for them. Such a good move. It is such a good move for them because he's exactly what they need. <laughs> like know. he's such a playoff, and he's going to score so many big goals oh. for them in the playoffs. It's going to be gross. Yeah, mm. you're like, damn you, Corey Perry. <laughs> I know. Or else he's going to get suspended and or he'll get suspended. put him on a five minute major in yeah. Game Seven, and they'll <laughs> yeah. give up six, and then they'll lose. That'll and, be it. And that All right. would be awesome. Uh, what do you got? You got a jammed Mucho Big Show coming up. Yes. Uh, Mike Board, GM of the Calgary Roughnecks, will be uh, joining me at 9. Bordy. 9.30, uh, your your brother, Alexander uh, Gagne-Ruzik oh. from uh, One Soccer will be talking a little okay. Canadian footy with me. Yeah, um, definitely in my <laughs> French-Canadian roots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, her, and her name spelled differently. <laughs> I like it. Yep. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> um, by the way, shout out to uh, my boys, uh, Amit and Raj, who listen every morning. I right. love it. Yeah. yeah. They, okay. they, he approached me at ball hockey last night. It's like, who's George? Yeah. I go, that's me. He's like, every morning, listen to your show. Big yeah. fan. I go, thank you. And then you just... Uh, Him and his say- son listen to our show every day. And I'm like, sometimes the son, I'm like, oh, how's your son? <laughs> Some things are offside a little bit. Yeah. Are you the leading goal scorer in your ball hockey league? <laughs> uh, you called ball. it broom ball. In your gym <laughs> class? Yeah, your gym yeah. class? In your intramural? <laughs> yeah, in my intramural, yeah. yes. Yeah. Uh, it was a good game. Uh, 3-1 win last night. Yeah. Did he, did, he, did he say anything about me? He said he likes the show. Oh, oh, all right. oh but he didn't, he didn't call me out by name or tough to put faces. Well, to well, you're included when he said he likes the show. Yeah, but the, 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 just wasn't you're, anything you're specific. Your name's on the show. Oh, okay. It's right, Russick and Rose. Fine, I guess. <laughs> we could change it to Russick and Company. <laughs> Russick and Co. <laughs> Russick and Co. Then they do that in Toronto. It's going to fade <laughs> into the distance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like the peace, the peace emoji. Yeah, the peace emoji. <laughs> and you just fade you just away. Just leaving. Like, All right. There's only one thing left to do. Yes! Woohoo! Plays of the week. Let's do it. We gotta do locks. Oh yeah, locks. Oh, Damn oh, it! Yeah. You want a lock? No, don't you leave. No, I'm not you, leaving. You gotta get a lock. I'm gonna lock it. Lock good, it up. Good, good save, GVP. Kick um, saving locks a few. of the day are brought to you by Metal Supermarkets Calgary, offering a large variety of metal types and shapes. Cut to any size and ready fast. Metal Supermarkets Calgary, the convenience store for metal, located on 50th Avenue. Southeast. Uh, soccer's been very good to me here. Betty, Betty, good to me. I'm going to dip into the Bundesliga. Hell okay. yeah. Get a little Bunda in ya. Uh, Hildenheim hosting Patty Dumont's Borussia Dortmund. Oh, <laughs> Hildenhone. Wow. Uh, these two teams met on September 1st and played to a 2 2 tie. I am taking over the total of three and a half today. Ba boom! Mm, let's go, Barista Dortmund. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whatever you said. Yep. My lock of the week is easy. Tomorrow it's the All-Star game. I don't know if you guys watched the draft yesterday, but boy, was it fun. Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner drafted themselves a hell of a team. It's full of Leafs, so they're going to have the crowd behind them. And uh, it's even money against whoever the hell their opponent is. I'm taking Team Matthews to win their All-Star game. Okay. Uh, we'll go to the hoop, the hard court. <laughs> hoops, the hard court. Yeah, <laughs> the hoopy we'll hard get, court. Get to your hoop. Yeah, get to the hoops. Uh, Pacers money line and the over uh, 248 and a half versus the Kings tonight. A parlay? A lot of scores. A couple Not, of legs? No, you, you get them together. Oh. Plus, uh, 
300. GVP, where are we going? Uh, I'm going Raptors and Rockets here. Raptors are not good on the road. Rockets are very good at home. I'm going to take the Rockets to cover the four and a half. This is the first game uh, Fred Van Vliet plays against the Raptors. Oh, nice. Yeah, Freddie V. Uh, yeah. Do you have a lock of the, the day? No. Uh, what about your kid kid in a hockey tournament? Oh, yeah. Why don't you Hitting the road us? to Big Valley this afternoon. Oh. For Big a, Valley. Yeah. Up on Camrose. Oh. Stan and Stetler. Nice. Oh, yes, sir. Water slide at the Ramada. Are they going to win tonight? Is Maybe. that your lock of the day? No. Um, I'm not sure yet. Take the under. <laughs> Take we're, the under. We're, we're playing against teams that we've never played before, and we haven't won a game all season. Are these so, country so teams? So your lock of the day is they stay winless? You're, you're, <laughs> yeah. playing, you're playing country yes. boys? Lock them yep. in. They stay winless. <laughs> The Log of the Day is brought to you by Metal Supermarkets Calgary, offering a large variety of metal types and shapes cut to any size and ready fast. Metal Supermarkets Calgary, the convenience store for metal. Located on 50th Avenue, Southeast. Hit plays. This is the best of the worst of the big show with Russick and Rose. That's the worst move I've ever seen. Hit me up at 555-8787. You know, that's not me. They creamed them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is better, a sunrise or a sunset? Oh, a sunset. Not even close, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Excuse <no>. me? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no! Oh, God. <laughs> Ball, your favorite ball striker's favorite ball striker. The, the breadline with brothers Bill and Bun oh. Cook, Frank Boucher, etc. Oh. The breadline's been dead for over like the 60 line. years. But right. again, the breadline. Born in 1903, Fred Bun Cook honed his hockey skills in his hometown of Kingston, Ontario. He made his debut with the New York Rangers in the franchise's first season, and the famous breadline was born. <laughs> this guy knows his way around a hoop. Hey, yo! It must have been cold there. In- I don't know. The, the- Keep going. Do oh, 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 oh. never have sunlight on your face. Give me the perfect toppings and condiments for a hot dog. Oh, ketchup and mustard. No. <laughs> no. You were content to let me shine. That's your way. Keep going. Keep going. You, you doing always great. walked a step on. Don't give up. With all the glory, well, you were the one with all the strength. Uh, big package yesterday. Excuse me. Have you gone loco, son? I was a member of the Calgary Flames. Now I'm going to Vancouver. Don't have a contract extension. Who knows what I'll get this summer. The last thing I needed was George getting told he had his best idea yet. Wow. At 6 a.m. today. A few moments later. Did you ever know that you're my hero? <laughs> and everything I would like to be you can fly higher than an eagle. <laughs> For you are the wind beneath my wings. <laughs> well done. The Big Show with George Russick and Maddie Rose. Weekdays when you wake up.